Y'all, get ready. Get ready to be inspired, to be motivated. I'm so excited for the guests that I'm going to share with you today. Her name is Amy Winan. She is a bonkers successful person. But y'all, what I get to share with you today is a part of her that is so special. Y'all, she is a hope dealer. She is motivating. She is delightful and insightful. And in this episode, Amy's going to share her journey of helping people find their purpose and how she's been shining a light on their greatness for years. You're going to discover the power of exposing yourself to new possibilities, which I love how to embrace imperfection, and how to step into your fullest potential. Y'all, Amy's energy and passion is special, and it is going to leave you feeling like you can take on the world. So let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. I am so excited to share today's guest with you all. I had an opportunity to attend an event that she was hosting at the beginning of the year, and it blew me away. It was such a a wonderful, um, impactful, inspiring, hit the ground running kind of an event. I had known Amy as an incredible, brilliant business person, but what floored me is how friggin' delightful and insightful she is. And immediately (laughs) I was like, I have got to share her. So I I am so excited that I have Amy Winans with me today to share her brilliance with you. So I wanted to start out and ask you, you know, what inspired you to start helping people find their purpose? Here you are, this brilliant real estate business person, right? And you've been helping people find their home. How did you decide to help people find their purpose? So I think that like, as far as I remember, I go back to, I always looked at people and I, I saw a lot of limitation, especially with women like my grandma she worked an hourly wage she never had a garage like I got in I'm like I'm gonna get a house bought for her and get a garage so she can have a garage like I've always had this I see more for you than what you see and so when I got into real estate I actually thought I was getting into something that would sell itself and that people were really excited about and I quickly realized it is a a situation where you you really serve in the role of counselor and you get intimately involved in people's lives quickly when you start talking about money and home and it's all personal it's all private And I really started to see situations that I'm like, oh, this person is trapped by this thought. So I've been doing this my entire career, actually. Like I've always shining a light on, hey, this doesn't have to be your situation. I'm a hope dealer. Like this doesn't, your future doesn't have to look like your now or your past, right? But so I've always, I've always been one that's just like, let me shine the the light on your greatness. Because to me, so many, it's so obvious what people's skill sets are. It's so obvious what their talents and abilities are, but it's like hidden from them. And so even when I go into appointments, I find myself 
myself often just sitting there talking about where they are personally. And I think that's been my biggest connecting point. Like I, I mean, real estate's great, but let me connect with you as a human being and let me, if I can add value to your life, if I can give hope to you in a situation, that's what jazzes me. I love that. I think that I kind of feel like that's a gift that God's given to me too, is this ability to sort of see potential in people that maybe they can't see themselves. And then like, how do you, how do you amplify that for people? And, and I also love that you see helping people, helping people find homes as a much more holistic activity, right? That like, right. You bring, there's so much that happens in our homes. And so if you're going to help people find that, you have to learn so much about them and then help. How do you, I love hope dealer. How do you yell them some hope that this is the first step in so many other amazing things that might happen for them? How do you help people realize their potential, right? So you, you see it. How do you shine that light on them? How do you help, help them see that? So typically if I meet with people, I have some, some private coaching clients. If I meet with them, I'm always getting an assessment where, where do you think you are in your life? Are you happy with it? What areas are you dissatisfied with? What's your pain point? If you can locate the, that place of pain, you can locate your entry point. So I always start with that as an entry point. Like if I can locate where your need is, then okay, that's my access point. And I think that that's true in any kind of human conversation. Like if I can locate the need, okay, I can connect you. And if I can connect with you, then I would ha- I have the ability to see things in you, see abilities, see talents. And that authenticity score goes up so much higher than when I say, man, I see you could totally do that. I can't tell you how many businesses that I have helped women launch, not by like financing them, but by, hey, you're awesome at this. You are fantastic at this. Have you ever thought about this? We have a need for this. You have any interest in it? Because you'd be great. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that kind of thing and like, oh, and they're launching businesses off. So again, I think it just goes back to seeing giftings, seeing talent and connecting with them on a different level to kind of locate where they are. And most people are living beneath beneath the baseline, so to speak. They're living under lots of pressure, lots of stress. This world the last few years has obviously been wacky. And I think that they're living with no real hope for future growth or future, like their life can be so much different if they just start to change the way they look at things. Isn't that wild? I mean, I know in my own personal life, the power of giving myself permission to see Mm -hmm. things differently. And, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit more here in a little bit. You have a wonderful book called Make It Count that you just released. Congratulations. Thank you. And, you you know, in that, you know, you do talk a lot about visioning Mm -hmm. and how do you how do you use crafting a really crystal clear vision? You talk about driving around and imagining your billboard. How do you help people get that crystal clear vision? How do you like that? Sometimes I like I'll work with people and they'll have like an outline of it. But we got to like we got to fill in the details. We got to add some color. We got to, you know, like how do you help people with that? I, I think by just keep continuing to bore down and keep questioning, 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 getting to the base of what really gets them going, what really wakes them up. What's their pain point? I hate lack. Like I hate lack. I hate to see people in lack. I hate to see I hate poverty. Right. Like I hate those things like they really bug. So if I can do anything to shine a light and create greatness for somebody else or create opportunity to have their life be changed, that's what drives me. So I do basically the same thing with people that I'm in contact with. Like what what's your pain point? What drives you? What wakes you up? What gets you excited? And then let's just back up from there. This is what I find. I don't know what you find, but I think that most people have an internal picture. They might have like shut it down so much that they hardly recognize it, but they have an internal picture. They see themselves even as if when they were a kid, they saw something in their future. They saw them doing something. And maybe life circumstances have changed their whole entire image of who they are. Maybe it's been a divorce, a betrayal, a bankruptcy, whatever it's been. And they don't see that picture of themselves anymore. And they don't see that future that they used to dream of. And so for me personally, 
day. When I work with people, like I'm like, let's let's go to your the end of your days, right? Let's go to the what do you want to say? What do you want people to say about you? What do you want your impact to have been? What like what how do you see that playing out with your skill sets? And like really hone down on that. But like when you can get the end in in mind, not the how am I gonna get there, but just vision the end of it and really hold that image and what it's gonna feel like. Cause you always have to attach an emotion to it, right? What's it gonna feel like when I'm able to send my kids to college and, and have no debt with it or take my kids on an amazing trip or pay off my house or fund an orphanage or or whatever, whatever it is. I think that you have to have a vision that's so strong that it pulls you out of your current situation and pulls you out of bed. For for instance, I went through a, a health crisis about three years ago, which really the interesting thing is about three months before that, three or four months before that, I woke up and I'm like, man, um, I'm almost 50 years old. Like I am so disappointed with the impact I've made on this earth. And people might say, well, you've had success or whatever, but it doesn't really matter. It wasn't what was feeding my soul, right? I can do this. And I, it's the people that are, the people are the only thing that, that I love about real estate, quite frankly. I mean, it's just true. A house is a house. People are people. So <laughs> I love the people part of it. But I woke up and I'm like, man, I'm not, I do not like the trajectory of the impact I'm making. I've got to change something. Well, fast forward, I have a, three months later, I have a health issue and you get strong, strong clarity when you go through crisis, any kind of crisis. It, 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 it has its work, right? And so I really became on mission. Like I have got to pursue this. And the funny thing is, as much as I've pursued this, people are like, are you out of real estate? Are you doing something different? No, not at all. I am just, I have a bigger lane than just real estate. Absolutely. Sometimes people can't, they can't see you outside of your, just your lane that they know you in, right? So you have to be able to go past those borders. So I think just helping people have the courage, having someone believe in them. Again, I can't tell you how many times I've just, I've called people. I'm like, hey, I have this idea for you. I see so much in you. What do you think about this? And they're like, you know, I've been kind of thinking about it. I'm like, let's brainstorm it. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I do. Yeah. You're called for this. I mean, I think that it's, you know, one, I think sometimes we just need someone to give us permission to tap into that dream that maybe, you know, for whatever reason we haven't been, you know, stepping into. Maybe it's because like, I, I know for me, a lot of times I feel like, ooh, well, I, I don't want to get too big for my britches, right? You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, oh, I'm bragging. I don't want to seem like I, I think too much of myself. And then like I dim myself and it's, it's crap. It's absolute crap. And, and I, I also, you know, I, I love you kind of talking about widening your lane because I do think there's ways that, especially working with high achieving women, that we get really good at certain mm -hmm. things and we forget how incredibly expansive and transferable those skills can be. So my guess is like all the skills that made you an amazing leader and make you an amazing leader in your business are the same thing, the same skill set that's making you, you know, an amazing podcaster, writer, you know, coach, all of those things. And, you know, I know I'm working really hard. I've always in myself as a teacher, but like, how do I expand that out? How do I see that there are so many ways beyond just the classroom that I'm teaching? Mm -hmm. And it's like so wildly empowering when you give yourself permission to just like blow that up. What are some things that you see are holding people up back? Like, what are the barriers that they're facing? Like, what do you hear over and over first again? First of all, I think that the first issue, I think, is a lack of exposure, possibilities 
of things being different, right? So, so many times people aren't in the right rooms to even be exposed to the possibilities they could live their life in. Because I think exposure, you start to see humanity of people around you. And you're like, if they can do it, I can do it too, right? Mm -hmm. So I think exposure is a huge thing. I think, I think just the, the lack of, maybe the lack of commitment to put themselves in other rooms, or just the, maybe they haven't had the money to put themselves in other rooms, or maybe they've never even had the thought to hop on YouTube. I mean, today we have so many podcasts on YouTube. I mean, we have so many things that you can get exposure from that the lid can get lifted off. And then I think that, that just societal norm, like, oh, that would be crazy for me to leave a job I've been in 30 years. That would be crazy for me to, I would give up, oh, I'd give up all that security. Oh, that would be crazy for us to do that. And the fear of what are people going to think about me doing that? That was a huge one for me because I'm a people pleaser. Like I like high level service because I want them to feel good about what they just experienced with us, right? I want them to feel good. I want to do everything I can to make it the best experience possible. So, but that has got a beautiful side to it. And then it's got a side that imprisons you. Like you, like, I'm like, I was terrified to put my podcast out. Ooh, it's scary. I'm like, they're going to shoot me down. I, they're going to figure out who I really am. And what if they don't like me? Yeah. It's scary. It's totally scary. I, I just wrote on Facebook the other day because I just celebrated my one year since I released my first episode of Plan Go Plan. And I feel like a dingbat every time I post it on social. Every single time, huge dingbat energy. <laughs> like, and But like, I just got to move through that discomfort and go like, all right, dingbats, we're going to unite. Because I also believe in the message that I have to share. I want to be able to bring amazing voices like yours to other people and share it out there. And so like, you know, dingbat it is. We're doing it. Yeah. Here, Here's the thing. So I have a really good, he's a friend of mine. He's my, he's my business coach. But he's like, Amy, you got to do it with the no response, with the two like, with the absolute zero, with the, the lack of download. Like yeah. all of that is all working. You have to just keep the discipline of the activity, right? Because here's the thing, at a certain point in time, that consistency starts to literally compound and creates momentum and a groundswell when it looks like, oh, you're an overnight when you've been in the trenches every day doing the thing, right? Yeah. But to your point, I think that the fear of what are people going to think is a huge one. The fear of they might not like me. Okay, well, I'm not for everybody. I've always said that. I'm not for everybody. People are, they, they might think I'm too direct. You know, I tell them, pull everything out of their house. Hey, I'm very direct, right? Some people like that. Some people don't. I'm not for everybody. But that's easier said when you're putting, like, I know my craft. But when you start to put something out personal, it's a game changer. They start to shoot arrows at you. But then you start to realize you're building a tribe of people. I remember sitting in a, a really big opportunity for me to speak at in, in California. And I got a text message from someone and said, I looked down at it and said, Amy, your podcast just changed everything for me today. Lights out. I had this huge opportunity in front of me. To, to, and I was like, this is what is ringing my bell. I sat there with the biggest smile. I'm like, oh God, thank God I did it. You know what I mean? Thank yeah. God you took the initiative. Thank God. Like what, what, what would be missing from people's lives if it weren't for you that stepped out and did what, did what you're doing, right? Yeah. Oh, that fear is a big thing, but like huge. And I think I love this, you know, just focus on the process, focus mm -hmm. on the process. And I mean, also the commitment to your craft. I think, you know, one of the things that's hard with high achievers is that when we're really good at something, starting something new and being in that like newbie <laughs> feeling again, that is huge. Or even Jamie's, you know, like, I guess if we're going to start back over. And so like giving yourself, you know, permission to kind of keep doing that. I know in, in the event that I attended, you talked about, you know, here you were releasing this book and sort of stepping into the identity of an author. Could you talk a little bit about the process of deciding to write a book and like writing a book? And I felt like such a phony. Tell me more. Tell me more. The reason I feel like such a phony, I'm like, okay, so if you know me, I'm a horrible writer. Okay. That is not my skill set 
my punctuation is all over the board. I write in run-ons, okay? And I add all this funky stuff to it so it doesn't look like you in Ledger. Anyway, so I literally started out, I started getting speaking opportunities and they'd always say, do you have a book? And I'd be like, I started one like five years ago and then I put it down. And then I had a friend of mine who that's what she does. And she's like, Amy, we could, we could, I could help you. We can just translate, we can transcribe your podcast and in, in, into Otter and, you know, we can make it into a book. Sounds easy, right? No, it was horrible because I realized over the last 18 months, the last two years, I've had a lot of growth. What I talked about originally isn't isn't at the level I would talk about today. I would go much more in depth on things today. I'd be much more vulnerable about things today. I take a whole different approach to it because I've seen the results of different things. So I, I got all that. And I'm like, I just started destroying it. I mean, I'm just like, I'm like, this is horrible. Ripping it up, tearing it out. And I retweaked it multiple times. But I knew where I want to go. It required that I I'd put my foot forward that way. And there's so many opportunities for people to help you do those things anymore that it's really great. But I kind of put a pause on it because I'm like, this is so stupid. Who's even going to read this book? It's so dumb. I mean, these are the thoughts that go through everyone's head, right? So all of a sudden at midnight one night, I woke up and I'm like, I am supposed, I've been kind of like something, I need to do something. I really need to do something for women in our market. And I'm like, huh? And all of a sudden I woke up, I'm like, I need to do this event. And in the exact same time of the event, I need to launch that book. Well, I didn't understand the impossibilities of my time frame. I mean, I'm like, let's go. She's like, hey, we're way farther out than like, let's go and have this done in six weeks or two months, whatever it was. Anyway, I'm like, no, we got to do it. So, I mean, again, I put all my energy, I'll just do whatever. But we had we had real deadlines to meet. And I'm like, no, I know we'll make it happen. I know we'll make it happen. I didn't have any expectation that anything would go wrong. Like I fully expected if something goes wrong, because she kept saying the printer's not going to be able to work. You know, there's holiday times or shutdown times. It's not going to, it's, it's, we're on tight. You have like one day of window. But I, on the inside, I never questioned it. I'm like, I'll have my book there. We'll figure it out. If I have to, we have, we have to do whatever we have to do to get it, we'll get it. And I make super fast decisions. And my brother-in-law is my designer. And like we hammered like my book cover out in an afternoon. So it's just like, you just have to keep going. And here's the thing I figured out. My imperfect book is going to make much more impact than my book not finished because it's not perfect. So that's the thing I've just discovered. Like I always waited for perfect. I, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. I'm, I've worked on that a lot. Like my imperfect content is going to outproduce no content at all every single day. My imperfect book, my imperfect whatever it is, is going to outproduce and make and make you know impact on someone's life way more than something sitting on the shelf that's not complete. One of the things that I really love about the story of you, you know, deciding to write the book, writing the book is that one, we do not have to do this by ourselves, right? We are fully resourced <laughs> in the sense that we have wonderful, amazing people in our lives. And it's, it's so cool when we just, you know, speak an idea into existence and other people are like, I can help you with that. Yep. And so we don't have to do it on our own. But I also want to say for someone who is not a writer, you do such a brilliant job in your book of bringing your energy, your passion, your incredibly unique voice, and you unleash it. Oh, and so I want to, you know, so you're so persuasive. And in the book, she tells a story <laughs> about about drinking celery juice. And y'all, yes. I hate celery. Like, yeah. and like, I read this and I was like, okay, girl, like, I guess I'm ordering myself some celery juice. Let's do this every day. Here we go. No more, no more inflammation. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, I just want to say that, you know, you're a writer. You are a writer. And, and you, I mean, you do, you tell some really wonderful stories that align so much with what we've been talking about today. I love a story that you tell about going to like a mastermind and, you know, being in the room with people and how terrifying it is. 
And like, I do think, especially as an educator in, in the state of Iowa, one thing I noticed so much with our students is that they haven't always had examples of dreaming big around. Them. And so some of the challenge, you know, I want them to eat up all the beautiful simplicity of life, mm -hmm. but I also want them to yearn. I want them to dream. I want them to know that this isn't just something that's capable, like people on the internet are capable of, or people on YouTube or people on the TV that like they have it in them too. And so you do such a great job of kind of pulling that energy out. So and your book. So so if my listeners wanted to connect with you, if they wanted to be pumped up by you, what are the different ways that they can do that? Well, obviously my social media and then I've got my You Are More podcast. You can find that on Apple, Spotify, all the platforms. And then my mindsetframework.com. You can find the information on that. You can find any kind of coaching stuff, some of the free downloads that I have on mindset that's available but it's mindsetframework.com and you are more podcasts and then on social media Instagram it's just me right so yeah I would love the opportunity to to do anything I can to help raise the awareness of people are on this earth I think that everyone has deep down on the inside of them a knowing that they're living below their capacity they're not fully they're not fully alive so to speak and I, like I've never walked through a season where I've been so stretched but I know I'm fully alive right I've been stretched 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 and here's the the, the good news. Like, I'm not going back. Once your mind is stretched, once everything's stretched, it's like, okay, now where's my neck? And I think that that's how life is. I think that when we touch things as a human being, like we're, I'm a God person. And I think that what we touch is meant to increase. It's meant to unfold. It's meant to keep building. It's meant to be, keep being more impactful. And that literally our, our greatest days of our life are ahead of us. They're not behind us. And I think that so many people get like, I'm 40, 50 years old. I'm like, my kids are gone. I don't know what to do, right? I don't know what to do. Well, hey, there's a whole you that's got that's amassed all these skills to go shine your light bright in the world and there's a world that desperately needs you and it has and it's even more today than it's ever been so that's that's my story i love your story i love your energy it has been such a joy such a blessing and an honor to get to share your your energy with other people because i i really do believe too that when we surround ourselves with other people that mm -hmm. are doing the thing that are willing to step into our fullest potential and mm -hmm. recognize that that's not selfish because when you do that you're sharing it with the world in a way that is is so meaningful and impactful and so this is such an honor thank you so much amy thank you it's been a great honor for me if this podcast has inspired you guided you or just made you laugh the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on apple podcast i'm seriously tickled every time that i hear from you all so pop onto instagram and follow plan go plan and digital message me i want to say hello I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.